Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At the sight of the crowd, Jesus in part was moved with pity for them, because they were troubled and abandoned, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is abundant, but laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Then he summoned his twelve and gave them authority over unclean spirits to drive them out and to cure disease and every illness. The names of the twelve apostles are these. First, Simon, called Peter. Brother Andrew, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip, and Bartholomew, Thomas, and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, Simon from Cana, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. Jesus sent out these twelve, and after instructing them thus, not go into pagan territory or enter a Samaritan town. Go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, make this proclamation. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, drive out demons. Without cost you have received. Without cost Gospel of the Lord. This section of Matthew's Gospel is the beginning of a section where Jesus is establishing the church. The first section before this, Jesus himself was proclaiming the kingdom and curing the sick and casting out evil. Now he gathers the twelve to do the same thing. He gives them authority. His authority is something tangible and real that the church to this day has. Spiritual authority over evil. And so, Jesus is establishing the church and it sounds a little bit exclusive Go only to the lost sheep of Israel, not the pagans, and not the Samaritans. But it's important to me, I think, to point out that he doesn't mean to be exclusionary. What he is doing is fulfilling the promise of old that Israel, that we hear in the first reading, would become a great nation, a holy nation, a nation of priests to serve our God and through them to make the rest of the world holy. So Jesus is founding the new Israel on the twelve apostles, likened to the twelve tribes of the first Israel. And the new Israel is himself. He is establishing the church, giving it authority, and giving it a commission. And a way to describe the commission is, again, mentioned in the first reading, and we don't talk too much about it, 
I thought I'd talk about it today. We are a kingdom of priests. How many of you think of yourself as a priest? Think of yourself, or think of me as a priest, and I am an ordained priest to build up the body of Christ, to exercise our common priesthood. Our common priesthood comes to us in baptism, and we are anointed priests, prophets, and kings. And the idea is, and scripture scholars tell us, that when God first created humanity, one of the roles God gave Adam and Eve was to be priests. You see, Eden, which is paradise, was God's sanctuary, God's creation, where God truly dwelt. And the language that God gives Adam and Eve to till the soil, to be stewards, is liturgical language that is also describes the role of priests in the temple. And actually the temple was designed after the first sanctuary, Eden. And the role of the priest was to care for the temple by tilling the soil and to offer sacrifices to God. And so our common priesthood is fill that original call that we left and abandoned because of sin to bring all creation to praise God. Now thinking about it, in a very simple way, creation, a lot of it plants and inanimate objects have no free will, but of all creation, is a combination of heaven and earth. We are spirit and matter. And our role, the crown of creation, was to orient and preserve all that God created in right order so that through it, God would be given praise. So, creation and humanity is meant for us to work together to put into right order. And after sin entered the world, to reestablish that right order with the authority God gives us in Jesus Christ and the people and the direction. And so to exercise your common priesthood is a beautiful image for our everyday activity. Whenever we, for the sake of God, to give God glory, help order the world according to God's plan, we are offering a sacrifice and praising God and fulfilling our role as priests. So, in very simple ways, we can really do that. The other day I was walking, I was walking and ran into Paul on the, on the road. We got talking. I ended up going seven miles yesterday. I'm getting ready for the Camino. But that's off the subject. I'm not driving. Walking down the sidewalk, there's a beautiful, clean sidewalk for people to walk on and a rock garden next to it. One of the rocks was somehow cast upon the sidewalk, preventing the path for others. And so, exercising our common priesthood can be as simple as, this 
picking up that rock, putting it back where it belongs, and doing it as part of our priesthood to give God praise, to bring creation or order back to creation, and to make a more smooth pathway for others to follow. It's simple. We can exercise our priesthood in very simple ways. When we clean our neighborhood, our house, care for creation, children, when we clean our bedrooms like our parents told us, make our beds, we're honoring our parents and putting creation back in right order. And if we do it as we make a prayer out of it, we are exercising our common priesthood. Parents, grandparents, when we do even the simplest task of cleaning up after somebody, change the diaper, you are exercising your priesthood if you think of it that way and make it a conscious prayer to God, honoring Him and serving others. Making of ourselves a sacrifice. A sacrifice of love because sometimes you don't feel like changing that diaper. I don't know, I didn't see you do that much. But you do it anyway. And you take the pain and the suffering that we encounter to help orient the world to God's plan and unite that to Christ and offer it up too as part of our prayer. Exercising our common priesthood can be very simple. And of course, it can be more complex as we work to bring justice into the world, to care for the poor, to receive the vulnerable into our communities, to heal the sick. Our human institutions, they are not only a creation of man, but God gives us authority so that as co-creators with God, we can build them up according to the kingdom. And so in our human institutions, when we act to bring in more truth, more compassion, justice, love, honoring the human dignity of everyone, preserving human rights, these tasks, too, are exercising our common priesthood. And they are more difficult when they cause us to encounter suffering. And again, we can offer that suffering. And so just as the Church has priests who could be Franciscans, Jesuits, diocesan priests. The world, in God's sanctuary, has priests who are police, fire, doctors, lawyers, nurses, teachers, street cleaners, artists, politicians, movie makers. Every profession is called to exercise their common priesthood to build up the world to bring about that order that God has intended. Today, God is establishing His church in New Israel, and He does intend to reach the whole world, but He needs to do it through an instrument. And the church is that instrument that He first established. And in our institutions, we don't need them to be perfect. Our 